You're listening to the Fearless Business Podcast. You're in the best place to learn about how to grow a business, get more clients, and make more money without fears and limitations. All while having fun in the process. Robin Waite is the founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping coaches, consultants, and freelancers double their income and more. This is Fearless Business, and this is Robin Waite. Cool. Let's let's dig into it then. So, give give me an update because I don't know much about kind of um, sort of what you're doing now. Actually, so just kind of give me a bit bit of a background, and then we'll we'll dive into your assessment form and kind of um, have have a chat about sort of the productization pricing process and see whether there's any value I can add there. Yeah. So um, I mean, just going keep talking. I'm going to just go and grab my notebook off the off the shelf. Okay. Right there, so <laughs> keep talking. Yeah. It's all. Um, all, all new it to me at the moment so the book was is was the first thing really and that very much came about with Charles book things um before that it was the digital media and I have written a course and it's all yeah think of it but it, it needs to be finished and and I was looking at it yesterday thinking I really need to make it better I can yep. make it better now I've written the book and things I can make the course better so I'm looking now to to start a business I've been networking made some good contacts but it's now getting myself known getting some work because at the moment I'm I'm not getting any money there's no money coming in yeah because you know yes you network but until you get jobs until you know how much you're going to charge and things so my book is around conversation management. Cool. Um, so it's I've aimed it at fifteen to twenty-five year olds, mainly because they're the youngsters that I've come across, young people that really need to find a voice. They don't seem to have a voice to actually do interviews, stand up to their parents, <laughs> and say what they actually want. Yep. So, but the people I've had read it. It's been from all age groups and they've all taken something away from it. So it could be for anybody. Um, I've done a public speaking course, so I'm, but being a police officer, I can speak for England anyway. Um, <laughs> talk to anybody. Um, so I'd like to do some speaking opportunities, some coaching, mentoring. I've got um, a solicitor on board at the moment that I met through networking, uh, Women Mean Bees. And um, she she thinks that I would be able to help. They're divorce, divorce family law solicitors. Yeah. And so getting the children, speaking to the children, so they they actually have an idea of what's going on, and so they get a voice to, to have a say in the, the divorce, really. Yeah. Which is brilliant, you know. So she's already recommended me to, to one person, but, you know, I've just got to wait to, to she's got to speak to her her husband and the kids and goodness knows what else. But yeah. that was an angle I never even thought about. Um, so that's where I am at the minute and with the course, but I have no idea of how I should price myself um, or what the prices are for that sort of thing. I've done one, I've done one, um, like a masterclass at Watford UTC, which I did for free. Yeah. But they put 80 kids in there and in an hour, there's not a lot you can do with 80 kids. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> it's, it's tough. You can't have like that individual impact, but it might be yeah. that if you can just, you know, do, do enough to inspire enough of them, then that's that's kind of a positive result yeah. in an hour. Yeah. 
so that's that's where I am at the moment. So, and so I'm, I suppose one of the things which has immediately cropped up for me, if it's okay to kind of dive in and just start yeah. feedback. So one of the things that's cropped up for me is um, your your avatar is like so desperate. You've got so many. You've just told me like about six different potential target markets that you can help. And, and yeah. I've always found if you um, with the number of, I mean, I've worked with hundreds of clients. You know, yeah. the, the ones who are targeting everyone end up helping no one yeah and you you try and do some marketing and you just you it just feels like you're not like this crickets you don't hear anything back and it's just like yeah. oh why am i bothering to do this because i'm just not getting anywhere with it yeah um, and it and it simply comes down to like like when we talk about pricing there's one thing validation feedback and validation and getting it from the right places and you imagine mm. a scenario where if you've got like eight different target markets or 10 different yeah. target audiences like you're putting 10% into each one and you know that if you put 10% into anything like yeah. you know, effort wise you're not really going to get that much back out of it yeah so it might well be and it and it's really hard actually it's it's you feel like you're kind of cutting off a massive group of people yeah but fundamentally if you narrow narrow it right down so i i have a broad audience which is service client businesses yeah okay? so that's my sort of top level category yeah. that that covers roughly speaking about a third to a half of the businesses in the UK cases okay, yeah. that's no good that's too many then I just I drill it down into then coaches consultants and freelancers yeah and I like working with grassroots businesses at grassroots level I've done yeah. the corporate thing um I don't really feel like I can make much of an impact at that level but with individuals like turning their business yeah, definitely I can definitely help those people yeah. yet I talk about coaches, consultants, freelancers. So I've narrowed it right down to like, you know, a much smaller audience. But when people hear those words, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm a consultant. Yeah. It kind of, it resonates with them. Yeah. Um, but actually what people, what a lot of my clients aren't in that space. So like I've got a guy in Shanghai who does property investments for expats in China buying UK property. Well, okay. So he's kind of a consultant, but he didn't put himself into that bracket. He's like, I'm an investor. Hmm. Um, I've got a, I've got two companies which do medical aesthetics, Botox and stuff like that. They wouldn't, hmm. they'd probably fall into that again, that consultant sort of practice hmm. thing. But they they didn't pigeonhole themselves in that because they put themselves into a medical category. Yeah. But they they saw what I was doing with these clients and said, oh, well, actually, if you can do it for them, do you think you could do it for us? Hmm. And we have then we have this conversation, then we kind of work out whether we can. So I th- I think you need to be like immediately. I think you need to be more specific in who it is that you want to work with initially well what what i've done <laughs> which i forgot to say is i've actually i'm actually working with matt duggan oh cool okay yeah um matt's looking at my target age group that the book's aimed at so he's doing my active campaign and my lead pages for that group so that is the group we are targeting at the moment Great. Um, he's working on that. So I've done some interviews with that age group, some short, inter- you know, sort of like couple of minute interviews just to get the terminology right. Cool. So we're targeting the right, using the right vocabulary for them. So, yeah, so that I am doing that, but just other things have come out, as I say, like with the solicitor and things like that. So, um, yeah, exactly. So you're getting other opportunities, which is fun. Yeah. And that's, that's what a book, book does fundamentally, because people yeah. can read the book and kind of translate it however they see fit and see whether it's a good fit or not. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. So then in terms of, ta- so talk me through, um, Talk me through kind of like your your process, if that makes sense. Like, what's your toolkit? How do you deliver what you do? 
Okay, so the book is the primarily the primary thing that has given me because because it's published and it's on Amazon. That's sort of what people go. Wow, you've written the book. So from that, that's where most of my stuff is going to come from. There, I've got workbooks that I've had made to go with it. Okay. So when I when I do my master classes, well, I did the one for Watford. I had the the workbooks made. <laughs> Um, so I've still got a few of those, few of those left. But that's sort of where I am at the moment because I haven't done any speaking courses apart from doing this public speaking course. I know what I can say and I know yeah. how to structure it because I've done the course. So, yeah. so that's good. But it's just those opportunities um, yeah. that I need to get out and find, really. So apart from the workbook and I've got the the online course, which I need to sort of revamp really i was looking at think of it yesterday and they do the pre-course you know chuck out it's only a few three slides and i hadn't seen that before i think that must be new yeah. so i was going to just throw that out there and see if that brings anything back really yeah again like the the world is like saturated with online courses and yeah. i i feel that um you, you might be creating a bit of a rod for your own back because you okay. could spend all of your days marketing the online course and just sell yeah. a few of them. Um, fundamentally, like what it comes down to is you've you've wrapped up a whole load of IP and intellectual property in that book in Speak Up. Yeah. yeah. And um, there'll be, there's, well, there's three different ways of, I guess, teaching people. So there's the DIY approach. Here's the course. Read, you know, read the book. Now yeah. don't do it yourself. Yeah. It's a done with you approach, which is the coaching approach, which is what I do. Um, yeah. And it's very impactful because it's if you set it up correctly and you have the nice, you put some blended learning in there. So you get a mixture of online plus also some accountability, yeah. you know, live training. Yeah. Um, that works incredibly well and you can make a very quick impact. Plus people get the benefit of, if you run it as a group, people then get the benefit of, um, okay. you know, that, that um, community. Yes, yeah. And then the last one is then done for you. Now, with, with your product, done for you won't work because fundamentally you're teaching people how to – you can't go out there and speak on other people's behalf. No. <laughs> you know, the, the whole idea of this is that they learn a skill and they get better at it. Yeah. So, so kind of that one's, that one's out there. So we're kind of actually between DIY and done with you, DWI. Yeah. I actually think the coaching approach where you start to – this is where we start to move into that productization process. And we're not talking about – just the online course. The online course is a product in its own right, but I kind of use that more as a marketing asset, same as the, the book is a marketing asset. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whereas actually the, the product needs to be um, several different elements. I, I can share with you, um, and this, is, this isn't a sales pitch, I'll share with you how I run my program, and this will probably give you an idea. So I host, I host my course material on Thinkific as well. Okay. Um, I, it works really well. It's a nice, easy onboarding process. You can get mm. it. It works well on various different devices and stuff like that. So it works well. Like you, I have a workbook. The workbook supports the twelve my 12-week coaching program. So right. both Thinkific is like weeks 1 to 12. The workbook is weeks 1 to 12. So they watch a video, do an exercise, watch video, do an exercise, watch video. And it's, so it's very regimented. But, uh, and some clients got some good results just through that, you know, and people learn in different ways. But the, the bit where it makes the biggest impact is I have a weekly group call. 
Okay. One call, once a week. And I explained why I moved from one-to-one into group in a second as well, because I think that might be helpful for you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's the same time every week. There's no excuses. You do the weekly ma- the learning material. That will throw up some challenges, some questions. You bring those questions to the weekly call. I live coach. You know, and typically, I mean, I've got 60-odd, 60-plus people in the group at the moment. Wow. Um, and I'll, I'll come on to the pricing as well in a second because that's quite important to this. Um, probably out of those 60 people, maybe... 20 of them, 20 to 30 normally will show up for the weekly call and, and maybe five to 10 will ask a question. So I can rattle yes. through that and, and deliver enormous value to 10 people directly by, you know, mm-hmm. coaching them for five or 10 minutes each on the call. But also everybody yeah. else who sat there listening is learning. So they get the benefit as well. Yeah, because they're, they're there going, gosh, that's a good question. I never would have thought to ask that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so kind of, yeah. but it's more passive. Um, we have a we have an engagement pod and a Facebook group. So again, they can share their wins and stuff like that in a Facebook group. Um, they can ask questions in the Facebook group. If it's something more complex, I'll actually do a video in response okay. to it. Yeah. Um, but fundamentally, like all they've got to do is put two to three hours worth of effort in a week to go through the material, log into the call, in for the weekly call, and and gr- slowly make progress through, through okay. the program. We set yeah. up an accountability buddy, like what Alex does with Shift to Success. So yeah. not like the onus isn't just on me because other, if it's too much about me, um, I'm not always right. I know a lot, but I'm you know I can always learn more myself. So I don't want people just to be relying on me. So yeah. that's why I've got all of this accountability set up. Mm-hmm. The re- results are phenomenal. People are like doubling, trebling their turnover within like a matter of weeks. Oh, brilliant. Um, so I, that's why my point is, I think you've got the online course there, but I think you need to look at the structure of your product. Okay. Um, and it could just be as simple as setting up a, um, I mean, you're obviously familiar with, with Zoom, you know, we're having this call. So <laughs> I, deliver, I deliver my call through Zoom. I just get them to register onto it each week. Yeah. You know, and so it's all kind of, everyone's corralled into one area. Yeah. Um, you think about it in terms of my inputs, I've spent a lot of time designing the course material, all of the tools, assets and everything else, the workbook. Um, so I've done that once. All I have to do is make sure that I encourage people to submit questions and then show up on, you know, on Wednesday at two o'clock when the calls are. Yeah. Um, Cause the, the, the challenge is, um, yeah, so there's a difference obviously between coaching and consulting okay so if you're going in consulting actually like on a one-to-one basis almost with either groups of people like delivering those master classes or things like that when you sell an hour or a day of your time you could you might make some money but you can never get that time back no okay and that's why group format is good because it's just a much better leverage of your time which you can then so if you're then spending like 20 percent of your time delivering yeah doing actually teaching people in a group environment and that's just the way you do it um and don't forget as well if people want to have conversations that involves more than one person so why wouldn't a group work yeah yeah that makes logical sense you get a few objectives i want to i want to work with you helen directly cool but i'm expensive yeah actually what what the best way to work with me is for you to do my eight-week program first then we have a conversation about doing some one-to-one stuff yeah but you'll get a lot yeah. of stuff out of this um and that but this is this is more expensive but obviously that's when you get direct feedback from me on a one yeah brilliant um 
the cool thing about that is like with a with a day rate, you're li- you're kind of limited within reason. Like your profile might raise and the demand might catch up with it. Yeah. Um, but fundamentally, you're kind of you're going to be capped at like probably somewhere anywhere. Any, I don't know how much you're charging for the masterclass at the moment. That it was free. The only one I did was free. Okay. So because the schools and colleges just can't, you know, they don't have a budget. So. Yeah. But it's but, good for profile. So we do those showcases. Cool. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily um, well I, I don't know actually I suppose I suppose it depends on which way you look at it. Uh, I found if you deliver way too much value during a, um, a showcase, there's nothing left to sell at the end of it. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. You give away every, as much as you can. But, um, yeah. How much have you charged the solicitor then? Well, we I asked her sort of because she's got um, a divorce coach that works with them. Yeah, and she charges thirty five pound an hour. So I was thinking round about that as well. You're, yeah. you're very much stuck in the hourly rate, okay? Yeah. Cool. So we need to because change that. I, yeah, because again, it's just it's because I was speaking to the children. You don't you don't want to overwhelm them. An hour or so is probably going to be enough. Yeah. For yeah. those, you know. So well, if they're like my kids, you're lucky if you get two minutes. For yeah. Them. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes might be enough yeah i'm bored now yeah. <laughs> oh no ma'am can we go yeah um cool okay um so in terms of because again this is about making sure that you've got good product fit with the target market and um uh, uh okay I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say i'm just gonna put something out there now which is probably a bit of a um it's a strong idea let's put it that way so okay Put it this way, um, if you were earning 10 grand a year, and obviously I, probably there's a heartfelt thing where you want to help the parents and their children. Yeah. But if you're earning 10 grand a year, like that business fundamentally is going to struggle to serve you. Especially yeah. if you're working like, like you know, more hours than you were when you're in police force. Yeah. You know, for less money and it's, it'll all just become a struggle and you'll get burnt out very quickly. Right. So during this first phase of growth, again, you need to be, you need to look at where the money is. Yeah. You've got to to side with an audience that can afford to pay you a decent rate. Yeah. Fundamentally, if you then, you know, rather than struggling to get 10 or 20 K or something like that, fundamentally, if you get the right audience and actually it accelerates you to 50 to a hundred K, like through that threshold, you could actually then, use that lever now which you've created for yourself to yeah. give a little bit back to the community and help the other end of the spectrum does that make sense right yeah you've got to sacrifice for a few kids yeah <laughs> for <a year> or <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean you've got yeah. To sacrifice yeah i see where you're coming from yeah. To, yeah to then grow your business and then to be able to help them help yeah. more people have a much greater impact in two years time yeah makes sense it does make sense yeah absolutely do you notice how a lot of this actually isn't really about pricing yet? This is about actually just the fundamentals of like how your business is organized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and understanding your market and just the economics that go into like getting it, like going through that first stage of growth within your business or second stage of growth within your business. Right. You know, fundamentally, like when you're in the, when you're in the job or any job, it doesn't have to be the police force. When you're in any job, it's kind of like you show up. As long as you don't fuck it up, you get a salary at the end of each month, basically. 
Yeah. And, but you don't know, like even the police force will behave like a business. They have money which comes in from the government, but they still have to, they do marketing campaigns. They have a finance department. Yeah. They, have a, they have a sales team, yeah. you know, uh, of, like which go out and recruit other new police officers. And uh, they have a training and development team. They have a human resources team. They've got all these things that businesses have. Yeah. But as a police officer, as, a, as an employee, you, you don't see any of that. So this is now the point where you've got to kind of start to understand all of the economics that yeah. surround all of those bits of the business chassis. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was, so how long's your course? How long's your online course? Um, it's going to be, it's, I've aimed it about three hours because, but there's more you can add to it, but as a basic, it is a very basic course. It's about three hours. How many modules? Um, I've got uh, seven on there at the moment. But I say I'm going to look to re to revamp it at the minute. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that because again okay. I, like get like because you can get lost in all this tactical like yeah. doing stuff like like going it's like the feedback loop you're creating for yourself yeah. you're not actually getting any useful feedback you need clients yeah. you need to get yeah. people on the course to be able to give you the feedback to tell you right. what they in order to improve it. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you've got seven modules there. So, yeah. so in a three hours worth of content, so they're roughly speaking sort of 20, 30 minutes each. Yeah. Okay. And is it like a step-by-step process? Yeah. Cause the, um, speak, speak with infants, speak is the, the acronym that I use. So that's each letter is a part of the, the development, but you can take it out of context if you want. And then there's a bit about why conversations fail at the end and then, um, looking at interviews in there as well. Yeah. So what about if you did an eight week course? Well, that's true. Yeah. So eight just week do one, course, one, yeah. Like you have an intro. Here's some stuff to get you started. And then yeah. you go through your seven steps and they just watch a video a week. Yeah. When oh, they what? sign up when they sign up to the course, they get added into a Facebook group where yeah. you where you will also do, you know, this is like model success. My model works very, very well. So you could potentially take elements of that for yourself yeah. and, and implement it. Do a weekly call. Okay. Yeah. Now that'd be like Facebook Live or something like that. Yeah, Facebook Live or, like I said, you, you just um, corral people into a Zoom call, Zoom yeah. meeting room, you know. And like initially, you may only have like one, two or three or four people on that call. Or you could do do like a full-on like product launch and get 20 people signed up to it. Yeah. Different ways of doing it. Okay, so now we've got an eight-week course. We've got some blended learning. got a couple of places to add accountability. Yeah. Um, how much do you charge for the course? Or we're thinking of charging for the course? I don't know. I haven't any idea. <laughs> Not having done it before, I haven't an idea. And I see some people charge thousands. You think, well, I'm probably not worth that, or it's not worth that. I don't know. You know, it's okay. I know it's doing yourself down. Yeah. You know, of thirty years of experience or whatever. Pricing is basically mindset, and there was something fundamental which you said to me just now was, "I'm not sure I'm worth it." Right. And yeah. That is, that is going to dictate. <laughs> The future success of your business that's a fixed mindset saying that I, I i'm only i'm i'm on a scale of one to ten i'm only like a four out of ten so therefore i'm only worth charging like a four out of ten not a ten out of ten now the reality is it's bullshit right total bullshit because <laughs> if you've got something valuable to offer the world and it sounds like you have you've gone to the lengths like you believe in it enough to write a book to create a course you're putting yourself out there yeah okay? um 
that tells me that there's some significant value in there. I, I don't know what it is yet, but there is a lot more value than you think there is. Okay. okay. So the mistake a lot of people make is they, um, with pricing is they go and look at the competition and then charge mm. accordingly. Hence why I was like 35 pounds now. Okay. Well, this, yeah, that's what solicitors charge or whatever. But every time we sell an hour of our life, we give away a little bit of our soul. So I'm kind of, so I'm kind of like, well, um, now we've got an eight week program with a clearly defined outcome, which is about getting out there and having confident conversations. Yeah. Actually, Garrett, that's your value proposition. Yeah. You've got a process, seven steps. It's eight weeks. Yeah. Have some accountability. We can just put a stake in the ground and say, well, why don't we start off with charging 500 pounds for this course? Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, that might be in six months or three months time or one month time, you've got a number of clients paying 500 pounds. Your confidence has increased. You're validating it. They're getting the results. So validation is one of the key parts of pricing. Um, You could put up to 800 pounds. You could put it up to 1500 pounds. You could put up to two and a half K. It might be all of a sudden you get some high net worth clients starting to get interested in the program. And now all of a sudden you're charging five grand for a program. You're charging 500 quid for right <laughs> makes sense yes it does yeah, yeah. but the be- the thing about it is where people get stuck is they're like um oh, i'll do 500 first client first prospect comes in oh that's that's too expensive that's more than i can afford i'm not sure that but you know and and so we then take that one person's feedback as sacrosanct and we say oh actually i'll just put out 300 pounds what would you be willing to spend the reality is the reality is so i don't i don't know if you, um, you probably haven't spotted it so those numbers there yeah. Google did a study. It's called Zero Moments of Truth. And they yeah. said that um, with their gazillion bits of data for service businesses, in order to sell to clients on a service-based business, you need to have 10 consultation meetings, sales meetings, yeah. and you need to have started 70 conversations. Right. Yeah. So, and, and it changes. It's slightly different from business to business. My conversion rate's a little bit higher than that you know, at the moment, but it's sometimes it drops down to one in five. Yeah. Um, most business owners kid themselves and think, Oh, my, my conversion rates, 80%, 90%. I'm brilliant at sales. And I'm like, well, your prices are too low then. Yeah. <laughs> right. Too many people are saying yes. There's a fundamentally a problem because you're letting too many people in who are probably not quite a good fit. They're buying solely on the fact that it's cheap enough. Right. Um, so we want good quality people in there and price is a good way of filtering out the tire kickers and the time wasters. Okay. So, um, so that's why you kind of got to be quite brave with your prices. But the difference is, like, if you're speaking to a lot of people, and there'll be people going, "Yeah, I mean, that sounds interesting." We'll have those meetings, sales meetings, um, and actually, we want to. Most people get too hung up on the sales. Actually, we've provided we're putting people into the top of the funnel. We yeah. get sales out the back end of it, basically. Yeah, but we've got to make sure that those two sales that we're getting, every two sales, is like really serving our business well. So you put in your assessment form, you want to hit three k. Yeah. So if your course is five hundred pounds, that means you've got to sell six. Six. Yeah. Six people onto the course each month. Yeah. Just to hit the three k. Now there's tax, there's costs, and things like that. So yeah, yeah actually, you probably want it to be a little bit higher than that. Right. So, now all of a sudden we've got to have six sales three times that 30 meetings each month yeah. to sell on six people yeah at 500 pounds i think you sell more than that actually i think your conversion rate would be higher and we've got to have a shitload of conversations yeah. <laughs> yes mm. so so now actually okay well how about how about we we're just brave now and we go well 
actually 900 pounds for this course might serve me a little bit better i'll be selfish yeah probably the likelihood of if somebody was going to buy it at 500 they'll probably buy it at 900 mm. yeah um but with results focused provided you do the online training provided you complete the workbook provided you show up for those weekly calls with questions about each one of the modules you yeah. will get this result at the end of it. It will take you from a two out of 10 in like your speaking confidence to a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Provided you do those things. Now, if you don't, if you do all of those things and we still don't get there, we'll either do a continuation. So we'll just let you carry on for free until we hit 10 out of 10. Yeah. And, or we'll give you a refund. Yeah. So it's about this value proposition. Now you can see how powerful it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all, it's not based around an hourly rate because you're actually not selling hours. You're selling an outcome. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah. And my note taking sometimes, you know, you're too busy going, oh, wow. It's like you're saying mindset there. You were saying those figures and my heart was just going, <laughs> you know, it's that mindset. Yes, I'm, I'm worth that. So yeah. do it. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you'll get right look at this look at it another way as well so th this is my this is my anti um motivational speech by the way like right. business is really bloody hard there's 10 times the number of businesses today as there were 30 years ago with pre-internet okay and everybody's like oh the internet's um uh oh well you know global global marketplace world of opportunity it's really easy to set up a business right but it's no surprises. This is the first year that we've hit a tipping point where the same number of businesses failed as started up. 350,000 really? went out of business and 350,000 started up. It's going to start going the other way. So it's been creeping up to 6 million. Yeah. It's going to start slowly fading away off. because fundamentally business is 10 times harder than it was 30 years ago. Right. Most people think it's easy. So all this is, is just a mindset shift. So we shift from going, it's easy to go. It's hard. Now we know it's hard. We know that we've got to work a bit harder. Yeah. Provided we put the effort in, we'll get the yeah. results back out rather than thinking, Oh, so-and-so has given me this silver bullet, like marketing thing. That's going to get me loads of clients. Oh, and it didn't work. I'm just going to give up. We know that actually it's not easy. Yeah. If somebody's offering us something that is too good to be true, it's still valid. So if you look at seven to ten two, if that's two yeses, yeah, right. And we're but we're starting seventy conversations to get there. So seventy minus two is sixty eight. So those are sixty eight watts. Yeah, well, it's context, isn't it? Yeah, but it's sixty eight. You have to get sixty eight. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So there is an inherent a massive inherent amount of failure built into any business. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at it, yeah. Percentage wise. Yeah. 60, 68. Yeah. So, but, but if we go in there armed with that knowledge, it's okay to get no's. It's, it's, if we put ourselves out there at 900 pounds and somebody says, Oh no, I, do you know what? I just can't afford it. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of options. So I, I think again, I, I feel like your, your business is quite heartfelt. I think there's, you know, we didn't dig into the, the core values that sit behind it, but there's obviously a, a big reason why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I know having worked with police officers, you know, um, a lot of the businesses that the police officers are setting up in Shift to Success mm. are very heartfelt businesses. Yeah. 
there, and more so than a lot of the other business owners that I see. Um, so there's obviously something in that, but I don't quite know what it is. Um, but it could be that if somebody sat in front of you and you're there saying, well, look, you go through the eight-week program, get this outcome, it's £900. Oh, gosh, that's expensive. You've got an opportunity to help them. So you can say, well, look, what is, it, what is this worth to you? Yeah. What could you afford is one way of doing it. I'm not a big fan of discounting, but what could mm. you afford? Equally, the course might be eight weeks, but you don't have to take all the payment up front. You could do it in two or three installments or 10 installments, 24 yeah. installments. Yeah. Yeah. So you can kind of, there are ways again, like most people get so hung up on like, I can't put the price so high because nobody will buy it. Well, if they really want it, we just got to get creative, resourceful about how we can... Right how we can get them into our program. Right. Makes sense? Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I, I think you say about police officers, and I think that's part of it, is we want to help people. We wouldn't have joined the police service if you didn't want to yes. help people. Yeah. So if there's any way that you can then, as you say, whether it's going to be in Stormwoods or whatever, but you still want to help them, so you don't want to just say no. <laughs> because you know they... They, they wouldn't have contacted you if they didn't want your help. So it's making that possible and and accessible to them, isn't it? So that's it. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am. Um, oh, I like you. I should have spoken to you before, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's brilliant, Robin. You. It's there's so much there that you've just. It's going around in my brain now and things, you know. The, the book is a good lever, but I think fundamentally, like, if you, if you want to hit the 3K a month mark, you've just got to be, like, really brave with your pricing and just, I, I think probably for what you're offering, you could potentially stretch to £900. Really? Yep, yeah, for that eight-week course, provided it's not, it's well-organised, well-set-up and just, you know, yeah. and, and accept the fact that there's going to be a couple of things that will break for the first few people that come through it. Yeah. And by the way, don't get caught. I, I would just make it a rolling course so that they can join, people can join at any point. Okay. Yeah. Again, the mistake I see a lot of experts making is they do these, these great big launches, get a group of people on, and then yeah. like back to the drawing board to do another launch of another cohort. Yeah. And, um, Alex has got it very well systemized with Shift to Success. Yes. And the, but the guy works very hard for that, but equally it's accelerated his business. Yeah. Um, what you probably need at the moment is kind of cash flow. Yes. So you don't, you don't yeah. want to have to be doing big launches, which, which sucks in a load of cash. You yeah. just want to be making sure that every conversation you're having is funneling people towards yeah. your eight week program. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, be brave with, you've got, put it out there at 900 pounds um, you've got the option to break down payments for people like do it in two or three installments. Like most yeah. people, I think in, if you get your target market right, can afford 900 pounds or 300 pounds, three lots of 300 pounds, Yeah, you know, um, and just get it started. Brilliant. Thank you. That's all right. You're welcome. Yeah, that's no, brilliant. There's, there's obviously a, um, I mean, obviously, I know, I know that obviously we, we had that intro introduction around sort of pricing and stuff like that, but like, where is your business at the moment? You know, because fundamentally at some point, because you put, you didn't have a turnover at the moment. I haven't got anything. I've got no, no money, a lot of money going out, yeah. <laughs> but no money coming in at the moment. So If, if it's not too much of, of a personal question, like, so how, yeah. how are you living at the moment? Well, we've got properties. Um, we've got four HMOs, cool. and I've got, and I've got my police pension. So, um, so she has money coming in because she can charge 
flipping arm and a leg because of her experience. Um, so, a, yeah. Again, if it's okay to give you a bit of um, feedback, um, yeah. that's also going to stop you. Well, not having any way. money. <laughs> no, no. I mean, as in, because you've got passive incomes coming in. Yeah. And you're surviving. Yeah. There's no rocket up your ass to get this thing started. Yeah, that's. I think the accountability is. Is um, I can be a big procrastinator if I want to be. Yeah. So <laughs> my question, and you don't necessarily have to answer this, but I would just invite you to think about this: is like, how much do you actually want to get this thing started? I do. I really yeah. do. But it is. I think it's that self belief. It's that mindset that. Do people really want? I've done the book now, yeah. you know, and that's out there. And there is building the business for that. But do people really want me? And everybody keeps saying, yes, what you've got to offer is very niche, is very unique, yeah. but it's something that is wanted. But I be- I need to believe that. Yeah. I, I think that, that's get that's my- kind of what I'm getting, where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, and like fundamentally, I see it quite often where business, and it's it's not a bad thing. It's just that, that there's nobody holding the mirror up and telling you this stuff fundamentally. Like when I see business owners, I had a guy who, who'd been developing a software startup for like two and a half years and hadn't launched it. And I was like, and I said, I, so I said to him, cool, when are you going to launch it then? Like how many customers have you got? He's like, no, I've got no customers. When are you going to launch it? Oh, maybe in April. It was like six months time. I was like, but why? You spent two and a half years working on this thing. Surely you want to like, get it in front of some people and test it. Oh, but it's not perfect yet. And I was like, I started digging and digging and he, he inherited a, a lot of money and there was just nothing, no stick. There was nothing pushing him towards launching this thing. And I turned around to him and said, you don't have a business. You're just fucking playing at this thing. Like you're wasting my time. Mm. Um, and you're not, I don't mean you're wasting. He was, he was, <laughs> I he get was where you're coming from. Yeah. You're, you're, it sounds, it feels to me as if you're like, you've got the inclination that you actually want to launch this thing and start to get it validated. It's just, there's a couple of confidence things that are holding you back. But for him, he was just like, well, I, I just don't need to, I've got the money. And it's like a bit of an arrogance yeah. thing. I was like, you, you can't like, you've just taken an hour of my life that I'm never going to get back. I said, mm. either go out there and launch this thing or just don't bother. Like you, you just want to do it sort of thing. Yeah. I have a so, belief in what I've got and I want to really help people. Yeah. But it is. I think once I got my first sale or my first speaking gig, that'd be it. I'd be off. Yeah. You just got to, you, you've got to start building that, that I know obviously That's Matt's it. helping you, but you've got to start turning those conversations into sales conversations and then sell yeah. something. Yeah. And right. show the world, show the world that you're serious about this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I hate to say it, but there are. My program is all about like I I don't bust people's balls, but I kick a bit of ass to take to get people to make take action. Yeah. Like, and there's so many different reasons why people get stuck. And I but I see uh, so many expert programs out there that are fundamentally letting people down because they're getting way too bogged down in the tactical stuff. And for somebody like you, oh yeah, I've got time. I can afford to write the book and I've got, I can do to get the website set up and we can get some landing pages done and I can build the course. But um, that's not, that's keeping you busy. Yeah. But it's not creating business. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So it's yeah. just a bit of a, I hope it's okay just to offer a bit of a reality check there. Yes, definitely. And so you're in a program already. So I'd suggest like now you've got that shift in mindset, start thinking about is that, I think that program is serving you because it's helped you build assets, but it's actually going to take you, help you to take action. Right. Um, joining 
if you're interested in my program or shift to success, it's all about taking action. It's all, it's all about growing a business and taking it seriously. Yeah. Having fun, but also taking the business side of it seriously and getting clients. But if you, in your email then, um, give me your pricing strategy then. So what, in terms of what I charge and about my program? Cool. So, so I mean, in, in terms of like, so fearless business is based around three core pillars. So one, one we've kind of dug into quite heavily today, say pricing, but the first core pillar is around the product architecture. So working out the three to five core products that are going to serve your marketplace, get you paid well, make sure that your time's leveraged well. um, And um, fundamentally you can grow a sustainable business from. The second core pillar is pricing. So that's just the process of like getting, first of all, having creating that idea about how much we're going to charge, Uh, understanding the mindset around pricing and then validating it, actually getting out there and starting to tell people about it. Um, Because that's actually, it's quite hard. It sounds easy, but it's actually really bloody hard and you need the support to do that. And then the third core pillar is um, lead flow. So this isn't so much about generating leads because again, there's tons of like marketing gurus and experts out there. And like, it sounds like you're already doing a lot of the right stuff, the book, the social media, the the speaking and stuff like that. So you don't need my help from a marketing perspective. Um, I mean, that is my background, but um, you don't necessarily need that for me. We do touch on marketing a little bit because some people need some help there. But one of the key things that we focus on is because your product is now better. Yeah. Your pricing is higher. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be better at selling. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we do. A, we have a process of doing sales role plays on the live calls, and I do it as a turbo call as well. If you get stuck, um, whereby we role play those sales scenarios, manage objections, start to help people to basically reduce friction in the sales process. Okay. So, or that lead flow as a lead as a lead flow into the business, and you start to have those sales conversations. How can we yeah. reduce the friction yeah. and get better at selling? It's like that sell that whole gimmicky, you know, how to sell yeah. without selling sort of thing. Yeah. So that that's kind of the crux of it. It's a twelve week program. It's similar to kind of like I said. It's a we have an online portal, a workbook which supports it. Not normally got a workbook floating around, but I'm showing you the workbook. So with all the stuff in there, it's quite oh, quite yeah. detailed. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Um, and then the weekly calls, the Facebook group, and all the the extra accountability. 